Is it working? Oh, hello. Hello. I did it. You did it. <laughs> oh my, I, you know, I, I feel I'm so proud of myself. I should probably just end on a high note and hang up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you technically challenged like I am? I, I mean, there are, there are so many things that I, I do wrong in a day. I've kind of lost count. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's pretty upsetting. So. Oh, man. No, I feel you on that. Oh, my goodness. I'm a, const I'm a constant disappointment to myself and others, but that's okay. <laughs> we love you anyway. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thank oh. you for having me on. Oh, you're welcome, everyone. This is John. Yay. He's Hello. from Astor House. Oh, my uh -oh. goodness. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I love watching you guys play. It's so entertaining. You guys, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, you guys have great tunes. And like, I think the last show I went to, um, I actually talked with like Julio and his wife. So that was so fun. Oh my gosh. He, he spoke? Yeah, he, he talked. I know. It's crazy. And like, the hat did not come off though. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't I, I'm, get starting, that crazy. I'm starting to doubt if he has eyeballs because <laughs> I, I've never really seen them. Oh, I know. It's like, or eyebrows, you know? It's like, do you, Julio, are there, are, do you have a forehead or? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I've known him for 10 years and he's probably said upwards of six, seven words to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's crazy. They've all been cuss words. So I. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, I, I like to know that he has range. He's got range. We love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally kidding. Julio is... He, you know what's funny about him is when you are with him one-on-one -on -one and he's very comfortable, he is a chatterbox, but it's oh, yeah. all very... It is really insightful and very deep. So what, he doesn't say much, but then when he does talk, it's like everyone shuts up and listens. You know, it's really impassioned and it's... Uh, it's actually, it's like seeing a comment or something like that. Everyone just kind of hushes and it's uh, it's it's really great, actually. It's like a moment of silence and we just soak it all in. I would go to a Julio TED Talk. That would be excellent. <laughs> God, so would I, actually. That would be the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, he's he's an inspiring chap. I mean, I, I, I think I kind of balance him out. I talk way too much and what I mostly say is filth and shouldn't be said <laughs> so it's definitely we're kind of yin and yang me and me and him <laughs> oh i love it i love it and then russ russ is your brother right yeah yeah oh <laughs> russ russ is a character he's a great he's so great like you you both like all three of you are so great to be around and then like you guys put on an excellent show and well, for thank those, you. those that don't know uh john actually is the lead singer and drummer of astro house <laughs> men of many talents <laughs> oh yeah thank you you know it, it kind of um having no friends in high school kind of paid off a little oh, bit no. <laughs> um, no i understand i i read a lot in high school i had a lot of books so i was like oh no friends but i've got all the knowledge oh for sure <laughs> I, yeah I know everything not really but <laughs> i do my best it's it's a great way to fight back you know yeah oh no <laughs> knowledge is power definitely absolutely i mean i don't have much of it but i i'm sure if i read a book I, it would be very powerful well and i'm sure <laughs> what knowledge you do have is powerful i'm just like boom <laughs> drumming oh, knowledge man. <laughs> well you know it it is kind of it, it's funny because um you know i've been out of, out of high school for a while and it, it's it's kind of funny how the, the tables turn a little bit i think that like the you know so-called you know quote-unquote popular kids are kind of in this weird fake 
like microcosm in, mm-hmm. in high school. And they kind of believe that they're going to enter into the world and they're going to be treated like they were in high school. Like the, the, I don't want to say like jocks, cause actually, you know, a lot of them were, were pretty nice, but there were people yeah. of, you know, all walks of life who were kind of in, in this belief of they were going to continue on and the world was just going to keep kissing their ass kind of oh, thing. Yeah. And it's and like, it, uh, no. Yeah, it's actually funny. I, I feel like people like you, the, the readers, actually have a lot more control in, in the real world, you know? It's oh, yeah. fascinating. And and people who are, like, really into technology, but, you know, yes. I'm technically challenged, but, like, <laughs> um, so many people that are, uh, like, my little brother, he is just, like, computer. He, if I ask him, I'm like, hey, I don't understand. He's like, oh, well, yeah, you push this. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I I had a, a roommate who's who's uh he's working at Amazon right now, and and every day of my life was just feeling extremely inadequate because I was like, okay, how do you really use this toaster? You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was, I, you know, he's such a such a lovely fellow, and and he he still talks to me, which is say it says so much about his character. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I am certainly like, I, I feel like I'm in the, the wrong generation, you know? <laughs> oh. oh, no, I feel that way sometimes. I'm like, I'm, I'm not 40 yet. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. same. That's, that sucks. Uh, okay. <laughs> Still got some time left. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like I, I would have been uh, really well suited for like the 1880s, 1890s or so. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm like, huh, the, the early 1900s might have been a good time. <laughs> Everybody was so fashionable, you know? I, oh, I think I know. it would have been so fun. And the music was excellent. Like, <laughs> who wouldn't want to be there? Seriously, yeah, <laughs> losers. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, oh my gosh. So we've been planning to do this podcast for, I feel like, months. Maybe oh. even a year. Yeah, I mean, when I when I uh, reached out to you, I, I looked, I, I forget what month it was, but it was certainly before, you know, the world burned, I guess, yeah, I, you know, it was before everything, uh, hell became earth. Um, but, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but dang, I feel like it's been a long time. And then we would plan and then we're like, oh, life got in the way. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we had I no mean, idea how oh, life was about to really get in the way. Oh, I know. I Oh, I know that it's just been crazy. But how has like the quarantine life been for you? Because you're you're in the Seattle area and I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not in the Seattle area. Oh, where are you? I'm like over in Kitsap. No kidding. Yeah. So I'm like right across the water. No, you know, gosh, I, why didn't I know that? Oh, it's another thing of me being, you know, stupid. So. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. But like, how has it been? It is, you know, it's, it's been, uh, you know, actually, um, I feel like we're kind of some of the the lucky ones because, uh, Russ and I are, uh, we actually, uh, live in an apartment together. So. Mm We, we're really attached at the hip. It's a good thing I love that man so much. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we've, we've actually been able to, um, I guess, still keep writing and still, mm-hmm. um, you know, we haven't seen Julio as much. Um, you know, he's being really careful. He, he lives with some people who are, are compromised. So he's mm-hmm. being very, very, very careful. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, we've we've still been able to kind of write some stuff. And what's what's uh, actually interesting, and I haven't really told this to anybody. So uh, this is this is the first anyone's ever heard. exclusively. Yeah. On yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, we actually uh, we started shooting this um, 
uh, I don't even want to call it a documentary because that sounds really pretentious, but we started <laughs> filming this little like mini short back, uh, I think in September of uh -huh. 2019. And so to kind of, uh, the reason why we did that is we were kind of marking uh, our 10 years as being in a band together. I mean, it's been so long. Um, mm -hmm. So we started to kind of go around and the initial idea was to um, film our friends and our family and just kind of put together this like, you know, wild, crazy, kind of meaningless little short and to kind of put it out with this uh, this record that we're going to be putting out. But what had happened was uh, midway through filming, obviously the world was thrown on its ass and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, with with COVID. And so so everything changed. And so what what has happened is we kind of um, reassessed what we were doing because it, it seemed a little bit uh, uh, not childish. I'm trying to find the right word, but it, it, it didn't really fit like kind of what we wanted to put out because everything was just took such a serious turn mm -hmm. and us just be kind of goofy it just you know didn't really feel right so so mm -hmm. what uh what we had done is uh we started to kind of interview people again since this quarantine started like at a social distance of course but mm -hmm. um so we started to interview uh people about kind of how they've been affected by uh by the virus and you know, how they've been able to kind of withstand this this new way of life. And what's been really interesting about uh, the interviews is they have gotten so psychologically deep mm -hmm. and people have been absolutely just ripping their hearts and souls out and just talking to us. Um, and so we're, we're, we've been able to almost kind of capture people realigning their own feelings with why they are doing music or why they're doing art, because it's almost like, you know, because people can't really play shows anymore. It's almost like people are having to go back to the egg of, you know, uh, what is, why am I passionate about this? Is it people seeing me and telling me I'm great? Or is it like I'm working through my own um, anxieties or shortcomings through like song being the vehicle, mm -hmm. you know? So it's it's been this extremely almost therapeutic thing for Russ and I to kind of hear people uh, reassess their their love for music and and uh you know there's a little bit of fear involved but that's understandable but there's been a lot of uh resilience with mm -hmm. uh with people and it's been absolutely uh in, i would say incredible for russ and i to be um listening to to these these people that are suffering or some people actually are are feeling like there's this renewed sense of purpose mm -hmm. with, the, with the quarantine so it's it's been a uh, really interesting it's all accidental too which is the most wild part about it uh, you know as Bob Ross says happy accidents yes I, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just talking to someone the other day and they said they said exactly what you just said so it's, <laughs> it, it's it's wild so that's uh wow I talked for a long time I'm watching this timer go <laughs> and I'm just just blah, 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 blah. anyway no, that's totally okay it's about you this is what it's about oh god that's, that's <laughs> creepy <laughs> but uh yeah I mean how, how have you been holding up I've been holding up pretty well I was living with my older brother and then um I kind of got laid off from my job so I moved back oh. in with my parents Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's such as life, but that's okay. Um, and then, but I, I did get a cat, so I have my little, my little Milo. He's rolling over right now. He's sleepy. I brought him to the vet. That, oh, oh yeah. How how is he doing? Oh, he's good. Um, he's like half a pound overweight, and I'm like, that's because I feed him. <laughs> I feed him a lot because he he'll come and he'll be like, 
he'll like bite me and then run to his bowl and then he'll come back and bite me and run. I'm like, okay, you're hungry. I'll feed you. Oh my this is an abusive relationship. <laughs> I know. And he's only <laughs> one. <laughs> and I've only had him since February. Dang. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He, he knows he's the boss, but that's yeah, watch nice. your back. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, he's doing pretty good. And, and mm. I, I got him new food cause he has a sensitive little tummy and that's yeah. okay. Dang. Gotta take care of my, gotta take care of my little buddy. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but I've I've improved a lot of my guitar playing. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, because I was like, oh man, I want to like learn new things. So I was like, I already know how to kind of play guitar, but now I'm gonna learn new songs, new chords, new things. So that was yeah. great. I wrote Isn't... my first song. Oh, no kidding! Completed it, and I was like, yes, <laughs> and I don't hate it. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, that's and that's super rare to write your first song and for people to be proud. So yeah. Good, good on you. That's that's awesome. Oh, thanks. I'm giving oh. you a standing ovation. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. I'm here all week. Um, <laughs> you know, we're just here all the time. Um, <laughs> and then I've been I've been discovering so many new artists and like I've been trying to I was like, oh, I want to know more female artists. So I've been looking at um, different female artists and then. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's been super powerful because it's helped me. It not only has helped me learn about a lot about playing guitar, but also about me and like how I write songs and and different things like that. So it's right. it's, it's really cool. Right. You know, yeah, that that is uh it's it's really exciting kind of um, you know, making those those discoveries. You know, mm -hmm. it's 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 uh, I was talking to actually somebody uh the other day. And uh, she had had been going through a lot of uh, of turmoil with her family and uh, just life in general. Mm -hmm. And she she actually said that um, she thought that the quarantine, even though it is terrible, she really used the quarantine to almost kind of meditate on the state of her life. And and she says if if I had not been told by the government to stay home, she wouldn't know where she would have been mentally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's right. it's, this, it's this really interesting time of you know, um, if people are healthy enough to use it to their advantage, it seems like a lot of people are, which is fantastic. Oh, you know? yeah. I, I'm <laughs> so glad. And I know, too, it's like it's it kind of did take a toll on like certain people's mental health because my older brother, when I was living with him, it, mm. I was living with him the first part of quarantine. And sure. he is an extrovert. Like, ah, he's an extroverted human being. And he was it was probably five days in and he's like going crazy he's like wow i need to do something yeah that must have been rough oh yeah it was because i was like because me i'm like oh i'm used to this i stay home i have the cat and uh, i can read my books so yeah yeah I, i'm good i can play guitar i can learn i i i can do whatever and i'm right. being at home and he's just like I can't see anybody. I can't do this. I can't go here. And I'm like, Oh no. I, Oh man. And then he started, he was watching like different shows on Netflix. I, I guess we all were, we were like, Oh, Oh Tiger yeah. King. What the hell? <laughs> that was, did you watch that? You know, here's the, yeah, I, I saw the first episode and it was hitting way too close to home. I was like this, I feel like I, I am the show. So I had to stop. <laughs> You're like, whoa, how did they get a hold of my life? Yeah, I'm oh, like, my no. dad's running around. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. 
all the Gosh. different shows on there is just crazy. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, I, I certainly did a, a deep dive. And what was sad about the, the deep dive was like it was cool for about a day. And then I was like not surprised by anything I saw after the first day. You know, uh, it's right? like, oh, this really like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I think I think probably about a month in, I'm like, I've seen everything. So, yeah, I've, I've seen all of it. And then I now I'm back to the office for the ninth time. Oh, I know they're raking in the views. I'm I'm certain. Oh my, yeah. It's I I always think of a like Tiger King, The Office, and Zoom are going to like just personify this period in our life. You know? Oh, I know. And then they're taking The Office off of Netflix in the beginning of 2021. Are they really? They I, can't. I we know. Need it. I think I think though when they took Friends off of Netflix. I think The Office then became the most expensive show they have on there. Right. And right. so I think that it's too expensive now. Plus, they, I mean, Netflix makes a lot of their own originals. Um, right. And a lot are very hit or miss. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> some are good and some are okay and some should not have been happening. But we want, it's right. fine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and so they're like, we got to fund this and we got John Stamos. And yeah. And I'm just like. They'll <laughs> like, hear the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. This is fine. Yeah. There, there was this, uh, I forget what streaming service it was but it was around like just for a little bit it probably went under and like exploded did it horribly but it was the <laughs> service and because I, I i watch a lot of let's just say like filth filth uh -huh. tv i don't know okay. why i think it was it's a trash I, tv I, yeah like i think i'm contacting with the deepest part of myself which is filth uh -huh. and so so <laughs> I, I watch all these shows and they like they don't have ever like long running stands on television because like people they'll, they'll like be aired and then people go okay this is terrible you know let's put uh -huh. something decent on but there was this streaming service that literally I found it on accident and it had all of the shows that I secretly loved and I was on that all day and it, God I, I'm trying to remember what it was but it, it was literally I thought of it like it was the sex pistols of streaming services it oh, was like nice. all the underground like hush hush it was so punk rock and um yeah but like I think the most mainstream filth I watch is uh like dance moms you ever see dance moms I have not but uh I I know that it exists <laughs> do not do not go down that rabbit hole <laughs> Oh man, my mom, I think um, my mom would fall into that trash category too because she watches this show called 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And I I walk in and go, what is happening? And I I mean, I, I admit I have my guilty pleasures like the Kardashians. They are trash. Oh, yes. And I must yes. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. I oh. must keep up. <laughs> right right it, it's almost like one of those things too where when you're done watching it you look in the mirror and you go i'm me and that's okay yes you <laughs> I, look i'm, in the I'm not you go, the kardashian trash, and yeah. this is fine totally it's okay other people are trash or they would not have 18 seasons of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally right <laughs> yeah it, it's like justification justification i can speak uh for like being who you are you know it's like well at least i'm not because in dance moms it's literally this this woman abusing psychologically these eight-year-old girls oh no and, and, and it's and it's the saddest i I'm, and i don't know why 
it's it they allow their kids to keep coming back to this woman i think it's because they just want to be superstars but it's like this woman terrorizing these kids these moms terrorizing their kids and each other it is just i'm telling you i, I don't work <laughs> for them i'm i'm not trying to plug the show but it is one it's one of the worst things i've ever seen on television <laughs> It's it, people think it's like okay Jerry Springer all this it is dance moms I'm telling you it's <laughs> it's child abuse it is disgusting and you so have check to it watch out. it <laughs> so check it out yeah <laughs> links will be in the description <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> oh my goodness oh, yeah it's, man. it's terrible that's hilarious <laughs> um and uh also like when I was discovering like new music I was looking at other podcasts and then and, and um. But like a lot of the music that I was finding uh, that was like female based, mm -hmm. um, I was like, holy shit, this is so good. And I yes. was like, I was like female power. And I got like really yeah. into it. And I was like diving into it. And then because I'm like, not that I hadn't felt that way before, but I was like, my eyes have been opened wider to oh. the vast universe. Totally. And yeah. I'm I mean like, oh. There are so there are so many out there. It's it's just it's really it's really cool that there is a, a way that we can put all of our music online and not be almost run by record labels, you know, mm -hmm. who like have these agendas. So it's like all of a sudden all these voices are being heard that might have not been heard for, you know, whatever reasons. Mm -hmm. So it's it, this is such a cool time to discover like new artists of you know just like you know female artists transgender artists i mean there's so many out there that are just kill can i say the f word yeah okay fuck fucking killing it you know so it's it's just amazing yeah no don't worry i am i marked the whole entirety of the podcast as explicit because i never know what ah. i'm gonna say i'm like i just say shit and i'm just like oh uh sorry mom <laughs> but uh also not sorry i'm an adult so thanks right yeah love yeah you. screw you mom <laughs> but i love you it's all yeah. good <laughs> for sure oh, are there any like musical humans that like influence a lot of your writing or or do you kind of like pull from a lot of different people or or like specific people Gosh, you know, that is that, that's always such a <laughs> <laughs> I could go on like for so long. But, um, you know, uh, well, speaking of female artists, um, there's there's a, an artist. Her name is Nico Case. Have mm -hmm. you ever heard? That, she it is, sounds familiar. Yeah, she is. Um, her lyrics are like a, a pickaxe. Like she what, what she says, it, like she'll say things that you almost go, Oh my gosh, I, I would have never thought of it like this. And she just, uh, she was from, I think she lived in Tacoma for a while. So, so she's kind of got this like rough and tumble way of putting things. That's just like, fuck she you. She gets is, it. She totally gets it. So she, <laughs> Nico case is for me, a huge influence. I always like really pay attention to, uh, to the, the lyrics. Like weirdly, I, the, the song could be terrible, like mm. to me, like my ears, but if what's being said really like resonates with me, I, I am so into it. Like one of my favorites is um, Bob Dylan and like some mm -hmm. of his songs I really like musically. And then some of them I, I'm not a big fan of, but like what he says and, and uh, his, his writing just, I mean, it just sticks with me in, in such mm -hmm. a different way. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love just hearing what, what people have to say, you know, um, 
trying to think of who else. I love like Wilco, um, Neil Young, Smashing Pumpkins. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could go on. So please oh, tell yeah. me to stop. <laughs> oh, well, and like with Smashing Pumpkins, they were yeah. one where I'm like, whoa, musically, I love them. I don't like that guy's voice, though. Like he'll start oh. singing and I'm I'm like, why? No, totally. Yeah, but like it's yeah. groovy as heck, and I'm like, this is so groovy. But why do you <laughs> sound like this? But I guess it's working for you. It's really hella yeah. working for you. So, oh, for sure. <laughs> so I, good know, job, dude. <laughs> no, totally. I, yeah, I, it's so funny. I feel like there's such a polarizing band, like because either when you talk to somebody, like, oh my god, I love his voice, or oh my god, I hate his voice. You know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, because I, I remember when I, I it must have just been such a deep, like, DNA thing for me. But I remember when I was a kid, like, super young, hearing uh, some of his music on the radio. And I remember just thinking of spiders, like, when I heard his voice. And I was like, dude, I feel really uncomfortable, but I um, like it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm uncomfortable, but it's an uncomfortable I can handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, weirdly, Bob, Bob Dylan, too, like, he's got a crazy-ass voice. yeah. But I was like, oh my God, I, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. Give me more, you know? Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Rah, rah. Even, like with, even like with Kurt Cobain, I'm like, I'm like, he's not technically a good singer. Yeah. But it works with the type of music that Nirvana did, you know? Oh, it, totally. It, it totally it, it fits. I, I think because um, people who don't sing technically like well, Right. And it's not necessarily pleasing. If it's put with the right genre or oh, you know, yeah. the right feel, it just it meshes so well. Oh, I know. And you're just like, yes. Totally. Yeah. Thank I am you. right there with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's it's there's kind of like I always really like subconsciously get into artists where I feel like if I could hear the singer do one note, like and just totally not know who it was, I could just go, oh, that's the doors that's jim morrison's voice because it's right. so unique you know what i mean so i always like just accidentally and then now i kind of can figure out why I've, I've always kind of fallen into liking musicians and artists where if they can sing one note i go i know who you are kind of yeah thing, you know? <laughs> yeah oh no i i i think i can be that way with like certain certain artists i mean it would it would really depend i don't know i've never tried it i've never put my knowledge to the test although when i was younger i was like really i was obsessed with the beatles i will call it an oh, obsession yeah that's what it was and totally my little brother would play the songs and i'd have to guess what the song was within like the first 10 seconds or like before yeah. they got to the chorus and i was like nailing it. i was like boom 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 song <laughs> and then he's like okay i'm gonna up you so you're gonna name the song and the album Ooh. And then I was like, boom, boom, boom. Although uh Magical Mystery Tour and Sgt. Pepper, I kind of get those confused sometimes because I'm like, they're they were so close and both album yeah. covers are so weird and like the yeah. music on there is similar. So I'm like, ah. Oh, so, for sure. So he would get me there, but I'm like, but most of the time I'm like, boom, this is this and this is this. And right. I I'm nailing it. And I was just <laughs> uh, you know, it was a great time. God. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, my my uh my dad is and always will be and always has been obsessed with the Beatles. So like mm -hmm. when I was a little kid, I was so exposed to that really early. And I, I feel I'm a little bummed because I had known the Beatles before I if this makes sense, I had known the Beatles before I like had needed to know the Beatles. Uh -huh. It was 
it was like, I wish I would have discovered the Beatles when I was like an angsty teen, yeah. you know? And like, cause I, you know, I, I almost kind of grew up with this knowledge of the Beatles and I kind of it weirdly took the Beatles for granted. I know that sounds fucking ridiculous, but I'm always, cause I, I have a lot of friends who discovered the Beatles like in their teens and stuff. And I was like, I am so jealous of you right now because I just have accepted the white album, you know? Yeah. I just, it's just what it is. So yeah. Yep. I had it. already absorbed it all and I yeah. knew it. Totally. <laughs> and it, it had served its purpose prematurely. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Oh man. I, yeah, I, I think I kind of felt that way. Like with fallout boy, I was really, I love yeah. fallout boy. I, and I still do fallout boy is amazing. Yeah. And then like, but I was probably like 12 when I needed them at 15. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, crap. And then, you know, there's like all the, the My Chemical Romance and stuff. And then, right. and then I feel like I, I love the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. And I feel like that was a band I actually found at the right time. That's what right. I needed at that time. And it right. was just, it's still serving its purpose. Isn't that awesome? It's amazing. It's this great euphoric feeling where I'm like, yes, <laughs> I feel it's, at one with the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's that, that one moment where somebody is saying something and you go, I felt this way my whole life, but I didn't know how to say it, you know? Yes. And you just said it. <laughs> and you just said it. Yeah. You feel like you could be like best friends with your favorite artist. Yeah. And it's, it's so awesome. And then, uh, and then I was like, oh, why is this guy like in his 30s? <laughs> Damn it. And I know. know. It's like, know. what? <laughs> how do you know how angsty teens feel in your 30s, dude? What? Right. <laughs> but I appreciate you all the same. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and it starts to get weird. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I have a crush on someone 20 years older than me. You yeah. know, I mean, gosh, like Bob Dylan's in his 80s. And I'm like, I, I think I got a crush on you, Bob. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and mean, you're like, you know what? I've accepted it, and it's fine. It's all good. Yeah, yeah I, whatever. I'll, I'll wheel you around in a wheelchair for another five years. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. I'm not. Eh, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like with with Astor House, like um, you know, we we're kind of talking about uh, Nirvana's sound and like and Kurt and Kurt Cobain's and yeah. voice and everything. I feel like your voice like fits well with your guys' style. Oh, but, like how thank would you? you. You're welcome. How would you kind of describe your guys' style of music? I because I feel like you're you guys are like definitely a form of rock, but it's not like super conventional. Yeah. You know? Well, th well, thank you. I mean, it's it's uh, man, yeah, you're asking some hard questions, but they're good. <laughs> no, I, I love it. Um, and but you know, gosh, they're questions I should have the answer to. Um, <laughs> um, I I don't know. Like it's a, uh, um. And I, I kind of get the vibe from you guys, too, that, like, you don't necessarily create to please a ton of people. You're like, no, that we're creating because this is what we want to create. And this just yeah, happened. Absolutely. We just made this. And this oh, is the product. For, for sure. No, I, I, I think you're totally spot on. Um, I, I think kind of what we um, I don't think we really aim at all, actually. Mm -hmm. It's it's a. Uh, What's, what's really cool, um, and it's probably, you know, not good in the long term, but God, it's fun. We'll, we'll write a lot of songs very, very fast that are totally shitty. Mm -hmm. But what, what we'll do is we'll kind of just toss out the ones that are terrible. And then we'll kind of uh, keep the ones that are, you know, semi-mediocre and record those. Mm -hmm. um, but so, like, we, we really don't take it seriously at all. Like, I know that sounds weird, but when we're, like, writing, we kind of 
come to the agreement that it's a it's a moment that kind of passes quickly mm-hmm. and if we get it down and we never come back to it like there's kind of a reason for it i i guess subconsciously maybe mm-hmm. but then if we capture a moment that um for some reason really means something to us uh we come back to it and um and uh go from there and it, it could be um you know because because uh, we, we write differently like sometimes we'll write in the moment in a jam sometimes russ will have some ideas on the guitar. Sometimes I'll, I'll write something on the guitar or the piano. Um, and we kind of take it in, in that way. But, uh, you know, it, it, when, when we've done like a, uh, okay, so actually like in a, in a um, I just got a text that said, do you like Jack Nicholson? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I do. Um, but so like we're putting out uh, in August, a, a, a record of 13 songs. And for those 13, we probably, had 60 horrid ideas like like we have them all saved and then we now we just are stuck with 13 okay <laughs> songs on the record like, but these these are acceptable kind of yeah <laughs> yeah the, people will hear these and be like huh that's a song <laughs> <laughs> that i just heard that okay yeah that i i literally spent a few seconds thinking about skipping it and i skipped it <laughs> <laughs> or i thought about skipping it and i was like wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute i'll no i'll give it mm, okay <laughs> but yeah I, I mean it's i i don't think we take it uh seriously at all weirdly but um i mean gosh I'm, i think i've fallen into my own trap the ones that um we come back to then we take seriously i guess if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah, yeah. you kind of um, just it's like word vomit music vomit you just kind of like boom here's a bunch of stuff Right. And, and, and it's kind of interesting um, when it's done to it's almost like uh, having a, a dream in a weird way, like mm-hmm. um, where you can kind of come back to something and disseminate it and kind of take it apart and see maybe what it really means. And uh, um, and then kind of the, the truth is revealed a little bit. But I always kind of think that there's no accident that we're musicians, I, I suppose. Um mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, like in your writing songs too, like we're all kind of coming at it maybe with this idea of like a, a deficit, like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to say something that I didn't have a chance to, or that maybe nobody had heard me say, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think, I think definitely it comes from a, a, a point of, um, you know, maybe you're, you're missing something or, or there's something that you really wanted to do. And I think that's kind of where we all start, you know, mm-hmm. um, and there's this kind of weird thing of like, uh, you know, people assume like, oh, you know, musicians are depressed and blah, blah, blah. But gosh, I think everybody should write a song. Like before they die, everybody oh, should yeah. write a song, <laughs> you know? It's and, hard. Uh, it can be hard. T- totally. I mean, and like, you know, everybody, the world is is suffering. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's uh, it's unfair that only us musicians are, are experimenting with this. Because, I mean, there's some people who work so hard and who have terrible experiences and i i think that they could really help themselves out by writing something down or 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 creating or or writing and i i think uh i think everybody should strive to to write something and uh because you know we all have moments in our life that um we feel you know maybe looked over or taken advantage of so it's it's almost kind of this really cool way of taking a moment that was bad and kind of reforming it and uh, taking some goodness from it or, or maybe some power that you missed from it. Uh, and, you know, and if somebody else hears it and they feel, they feel something, that's wonderful. Oh, you yeah. know? 
And and music too is definitely like the universal language. I think a lot of people can um even if they don't speak English or like, you know, I I don't speak Japanese, but like some right. Japanese indie music is so, I'm just like, whoa, like it's just the vibe, the feeling, totally. the aura of the song. I just feel it and I'm like, whoa, you know? It's totally it's so good. And then I'm like, I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> right. Oh, I, have I, I no know. Idea. It's, yeah, it, it's it's I, I am so with you there. Um in, in fact, yeah, I, I heard a song the other day that I I think it was in Japanese. I was going, I don't know what you said, but your heart is broken and I'm gonna listen again, you know? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. like I understand how you feel. Right. And, right. And, it, and it's the feeling like and we we just said I I feel that I I feel the vibe, the aura and the, the whole tone of the song. I don't have to understand the words. Right. To understand the feeling or meaning behind it. Right. Yeah. There, there's something like, I don't know, spiritual about it. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not really a, like a religious or, or even spiritual person, but mm -hmm. I, I know. I know the feeling when something really cores deep into my soul, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't deny your soul feelings. Your, <laughs> your totally. soul is going to feel. And yes. you're going to be like, okay, we're just, yeah. we're feeling it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't understand it, but I, I know it when it, when it happens, I suppose, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. So it's just, we kind of are letting it happen. And yeah. I, it's just beautiful. I, I love music there's just it's a deep connecting thing between all kinds of people and um I think it's so funny because I was thinking about this the other day and you know talking to myself as I do and <laughs> um I'm like thinking of uh when uh all those artists in I think it was the 80s they uh, made the we are the world song yeah and and it's like that I feel like you know that was an attempt to unite everyone and be like hey we are all human beings and we all have a human experience right why are we doing this to each other and then i actually i think that was was that for live aid i i, I, I don't think know that i was about. not i did not exist so i don't yeah <laughs> so i don't know all the good old days <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> no yeah i remember when i was dead it was so much fun yes i, I glorious time um but yeah you know i i think that it was really an attempt to be like hey we are all humans and we all share the same human experience and yeah we make up the world like we have so much control over what we say and what we do to others and Oh um, yeah, you know, trying to unite, and I'm like, we need that again, right? Oh, now. I know, spreading the kindness. You know, it's just oh, yeah. all about being kind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it, especially, you never know, like, what's going on in people's lives. Absolutely, it's it, it has been so um, inspiring. Um, I actually I, I teach music lessons, um, and. Uh, it has been uh, a job that has been very surprising because I, you know, I, I went into it because I was going, okay, I, I'd really love to, you know, have an excuse to go to work and play the guitar mm -hmm. or, you know, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. uh, totally unbeknownst to myself, um, uh, gosh, how do I even say this? There, uh, people started to really kind of open up about, you know, actually why that they're, why they're doing music and, 
you know, I've just heard so many stories from from people's lives. And it's really kind of opened my eyes to like the, the, the tragedy that ev- everybody has on their shoulder, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and there was uh, this uh, one of my all time favorite students. He uh, w- is in his 60s. And oh, wow. so, he, yeah, so he had just started and uh, he was really like nervous about uh, playing the guitar. And so uh, he started kind of working on it and, and practicing. And um, all of a sudden, one day he comes in and he says that he wrote a song. And um, and I was going, oh, wow, that's that's pretty incredible. So he shows me this song and it's a heartbreaker, like, oh, you know, a song only somebody in their 60s could write, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, and so then he started playing that song live. And, um, you know, he I met, I saw him at, at a show once and he made this uh, this woman sitting in the back just start bawling because I think she had lost her son in Iraq. Oh. And and then so they became they started talking and then there was a, a bond formed there. And, and so it, it was really cool to see those connections being formed in, in real time. And, and my student, um, when he finished writing that song, he started crying and. And I was like, oh, you know, gosh, uh, is everything okay? And then he he said, I never knew that I needed to do that, you yeah. know? And and it was just one of those things that, you know, even somebody in their 60s, like, writes a song and, and they feel like their life has kind of been altered by that self-expression. And uh, mm-hmm. it was just, I mean, I got teary-eyed and, you know, but swallowed it because I'm strong. Yeah, you're like, no, <laughs> I must, yeah. yeah I don't cry. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, so, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Everybody should write a song. Write a song. people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a similar experience when I wrote my song. Like I I wrote the first verse and then I wrote the chorus and I was like, yes. Excellent. Yes. And then I'm I'm starting to write the second one and then the second verse. And then I um, am playing it and I'm just like. I just I start crying because I'm like, wow, I really I needed to like get these feelings out. And and I wrote yes. a poetry book, too, and, and it's self plug, but uh, it's on Amazon. <laughs> um, and <laughs> what's it called? It's called Everything I Felt. Super Ooh. dramatic. I love it. It fits. How oh, that's I felt awesome. At the time. It, that was I was like it. And when I read it back, I laugh now because I'm like, wow, I'm so dramatic. But like, that's how I felt. It really is. Yeah. And, Honor and, it. Yeah, and I'm like it. It's so raw and vulnerable, and like when I wrote a lot of those poems, I cried while writing them, or after, you know, before the idea even hit, I was like feeling so many things, and I was I cried, and then I was like, boom, words, and then yeah, you know, and and it's I I encourage people also to write poetry if you can. It doesn't have to be good if you get your feelings <laughs> out on paper. It's good. That right. You know, you're you're it feels like all this tension leaving your body and you're and you're like finally i can yeah. see it and not have to feel it anymore it's like a, it's like you know we ever have one of those pisses that like just changes your life you know <laughs> you're like good finally yeah totally finally. you're like a new person yes <laughs> the demons have left my body <laughs> <laughs> the demons <laughs> The demons are gone. They'll come oh back. Oh my god! For now, <laughs> bless you, demons. Bless. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. Well, well, that. How long have you uh, written poetry for? Um, I th- I think I started probably around maybe when I was about sixteen. Yeah. Um, and I'm 22 now, for reference. And yeah. Um, and so, like when I was in high school, I took a creative writing class, and one of our 
like segments was learning poetry. I hated that. It was the yeah. worst. Because we had to keep to like a certain pattern and then we were learning. I understood God. why we were learning, you know, learning sonnets and shit like that. And I'm just like, I hate writing these. Seriously, I, 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 I mean, anything there's, what is that movie? Uh, Dead Poets Society. You yes. ever see that? When yes. he's ripping out the, like the, what is it? The graph of like the validity of the poem or like the yeah. emotional connection. I'm like, like rip that page out. Um, <laughs> yes, please it's do. Beautiful. Yeah. Cause I'm, I, I love free form poetry. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I do love like sonnets and then the ABAB pattern and then the, you know, I I love that there are structures to poetry, but yeah. there's something about freeform poetry where it's there's no this even the sky isn't the limit. Like right, the right. whole universe. Like you right. you have all the room to say and feel anything right in any way that is just coming out, and then you can edit it later. But like you can just write and not have to be like fitting it into a certain form and right. making sure the rhyming pattern is right. It's like, no, you don't even have to have it rhyme. Right, right, <laughs> right. This is Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I know. I thought I was taking creative writing, not Dr. Seuss 101. <laughs> <laughs> You're all the goddamn turtle. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not what I want. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's really cool that um you're also like like then putting it uh with a with music. Are you gonna release it at all, or like do you have any plans for that? I want to. Um, I have no means to record it other than ah. uh, you know, I cause I can't afford a lot. And then like you know, going somewhere and then they're like, oh, it's this much money. I'm like, cool, that is too much money because <laughs> I have yeah. not enough money. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but um. <laughs> I I'm sure like I could figure out a way I I mean I have like a little microphone set up for you know regular podcasting that I I could actually probably just use that um, oh I'm sure yeah but I I would I would actually like to release I might actually just do a video and then put it on Instagram or something and then oh you should yeah and then just be like here's a song that I wrote I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but here are my feelings uh, yeah. please, please don't make me cry. I already cried enough <laughs> over this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, yeah, there is that kind of element of like, you know, then after you've exposed yourself, now it's like, oh, now people who I know or maybe even I don't know can make a judgment call on yeah. who I am, you know? Definitely. Or even oh, well. like the person who it's secretly about, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All my songs are about my brother, so I'm I'm safe. Yeah, you're like, you're like, you know how I feel about you. Yeah, the anger songs, the love songs. I mean, it's all there. It's yeah, all there. Yeah, I grew up with you. I live with you. It's fine. <laughs> you know everything. Yeah. We're just making, we're creating musical fusion with it. Fusion, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, oh, this, is, this is great. This is amazing. John, oh, hell yeah. Thank you so much. Thank we, you. No, this gotta, is so much fun. We got to do this again, actually, like, and not wait a year. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, or, or wait, wait for the next freaking global tragedy. Yeah, oh, I know it's <laughs> it's so crazy. But everyone, that was John. Oh no, so amazing. Oh, you are amazing. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna uh, leave uh, like all their Instagram handles in the comments for you guys, and um, 
John, you guys have a new song out, correct? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's called All Kinds of Satan. And oh. it's uh yeah, it's uh it's gonna be on the uh full length, our first full length. I, I'm so excited. Uh, uh we're gonna put out uh I think it's August 13th. So mm-hmm. if if anyone cares to check it out, please consider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, definitely do. And if you don't like it, please don't tell us. We're very fragile. Yeah. yeah don't don't say anything. It's fine. Just lie. Remember what your mom said. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Absolutely. Yeah. That. <laughs> That's a good rule of thumb for almost anything. Totally. Yeah. But, oh, I did look it up on Apple Music. It is available on Apple Music for those who do Apple Music. And it's available on Spotify. Yeah. Yes. And then the full-length album will be august and that's gonna be great so everyone listening on anchor right now i am going to play it after we have tied up here um and you'll be able to hear it but it is only for anchor users but fear not it is available on apple uh music and spotify hell yeah everyone's listening pleasures (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) well john it's it's been wonderful and I hope Thank you have you. a great weekend, great time. And man, this was this was so good. This is like what I needed. I, I you know, this is like no, the, me too. Honestly, I needed this. I'm like, I just needed like chat about anything. And it's we great. shouldn't even put this up. This should just be for you and me and no one else. Oh, I know. I'm like, oh my Fuck goodness. <laughs> Whatever. well very cool hey i really appreciate you having you having me and uh putting up with my nonsense (laughs) oh you know it's all good because nonsense is what makes the world go around absolutely (laughs) absolutely i'm not gonna pretend i know what's going on i know yeah no uh, we don't talk about it (laughs) (laughs) well thank you and hey tell you tell little milo your your kitty cat to feel better oh i will he's napping still he's just he's chilling right next to me he's like Yep, this is this is uh, how it's going. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, so if I press leave the recording, is that how I leave? Yeah, I think so. I might just finish recording. I don't have I don't have that button. There's a wow. This is my fingers close to it. Should we hang up at the same time, like a couple? Oh yeah. No, you hang up first. You hang up first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going now. One okay. more. <laughs> <laughs> bye. bye you hang up you have bye bye <laughs> bye